Hush Hush contains explicit sexual content. It is not for people under the age of 18. Naughty. Swingers up. Orgasm. Dominatrix. Turned on. I love it. Rough, raw, and in a way dirty. It's always erotic. Screaming in ecstasy. You're listening to Hush Hush with Natasha, where I have intimate conversations about sex. I'm very excited. You're listening to Hush Hush, where I have intimate conversations about sex. Today on the show, I have Mark Deviat, who is Deviat by name and by nature. He owns Studio Kink and is a master in BDSM, Shabari, and I would imagine fuck machines. Six. Six. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about fuck machines, which I... I don't even know what those are. I mean, I've I had to Google it to find out what a symbian was, um, and was kind of confused. And yet, I have interviewed someone on this show who has, you know, written one and said it is an extraordinary experience. So, tell me a little bit about what they are, what they're called, and um, let's start with that. Well, there are many, many fucking machines. A symbian is just one. It's a funny little machine. It's a oval dome piece that a woman will generally straddle, and it has quite a strong vibrator inside. Um, and when I say quite strong, I mean industrial strength, not a shake the building type vibrator, not not a not an Atachi or a wand, but uh, very very powerful. And also has some attachable insertables, but it doesn't fuck you. You just sit on it. Um, the cool thing about a fucking machine like a Sibian is that uh, as much as it fucks nicely, if you join that with some dominance and domination and you talk to the person who's being fucked and you uh, encourage them to let go and breathe and scream and when they start to orgasm, you encourage them to tell you how much they're enjoying and how much they like to be fucked. Uh, it works very well. So when you play with the mind and the machine you can take someone and make them lose themselves but that's just a baby machine i have um many uh, in uh, probably since about 2001 i started collecting fucking machines and we have things like um toolbox fucking machines which looks like a toolbox and has a electric wiper motor from a car and fucks you nice and slow and we actually the girls call it the kajunka because it makes that noise and sometimes the sound of the machine and the way it fucks you has a quite deliberate mind space. So, are uh, these machines? I mean, for me, the, the idea that you would lose yourself and lose control in front of someone, you know, is is quite confronting. And I think that would probably be quite confronting to anyone because for somebody to, it's one thing I think to be having sex with somebody and to lose. You know, and to to lose it. But from what I can understand from you, this is not just like a baby orgasm. You talk about forced orgasm, and I would imagine that this is part of that process. Well, the first the first orgasm isn't forced, and the second orgasm isn't forced, and the third one isn't forced. But when they start to roll, and uh, I whisper in your ear that um, this machine is going to keep fucking you until the power runs out, and that's unlikely, and um, we might leave it running till tomorrow. You know, you look at someone's eyes who are now orgasming and there's disbelief in their eyes that they can't stop orgasming while they're being fucked. 
And if they surrender, and that's the point, there's not anything other than that, if they surrender to it, then they will just roll and roll and roll and just turn into a blubbering mess, which is fantastic. And it's and it's, it's absolute surrender. And when I want to fuck someone like that, I want to take them till they absolutely surrender, give me everything, give it, give it all. And, uh, Do you ever want to know what it feels like? I mean, you're a man and you're basically controlling the way women feel internally does it do, do you think you have an idea of what it might feel like i don't care what it feels you like don't. <laughs> i honestly don't care what it feels like all i know i know how to fuck people and so i don't care so if i was using my cock and i was fucking someone i know how to use my cock i don't care what they are feeling other than i'm making them feel good i make i'm giving them so much blood. it's where I came from as a young man, uh, you know, maybe that was an insecurity. I want to fuck someone and be the best fuck they've ever had. So if I then throw in a vibrator and then a dildo and, and to the point where they're losing themselves, I know that when they think about that fuck last night, they'll go, oh my God, that was the best sex I've ever had. Now, you know, it might be a craziness in my own brain, but that's where I like to take people. So... When we started playing with fucking machines, and today we have, I have a computerized one which will, you know, you can write a program for it, it'll, and it'll stroke as deep and short and fast and long, and you know, it's crazy, like crazy stuff. And um, I've got a handheld saw all looks like what you'd use to cut timber, and it fucks at such a pace that the people's diaphragm matches the speed of the saw, so it's like ah. It doesn't matter how fast you fuck them, they will make that sound to match the oscillation of the sword. It's just crazy. But you have to let go. You, you can't be... It's not your first orgasm. You can't control it. Well, no, no. It's not your... You can't just go, I haven't had any sex for a week. I haven't done anything. Open my legs and fuck you at that pace. The, the, you know, you've got to build up. So you've got to have the first orgasm and the third and the fourth and the fifth. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready to surrender. And then it's like, okay, let's now... Let's go. What does it take to get a woman to the point where she wants to... Slap me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing the fucking um, machine a little bit too deep. Potentially I'll get slapped. So so that can be quite sore. It can, well, it can go... It can, some, it can. some women don't like to have their cervix punched. No, but other women don't... No, and we're not talk, I'm not talking violence. I'm talking from the fucking machine. Yeah, no. So, right? you know, Some women deep. don't like it. Some people don't That's like right. that. But other women actually will bear back against it and, okay. and go deeper, deeper. So, so you have... You own all these different machines and they mm -hmm. all have different things and obviously you have women that come along and want to experience these different ones is there a favorite i mean does do, for me? do, no, no not for you for the women is there is there one that kind of goes that you find mo everyone's going like yeah that one i like that one mostly no, no see for me or for them or let's talk about a bigger picture it's a, it's my smallest board okay so it's not like i will See, my regular partners have played with all the fucking machines and it's a novelty and it's something they like, but it's not something that we do every week on a Wednesday night. Like it's, you know, so, but what happens is a new person comes and they want to play and they want to do it. And then, and they think that they're very sexually aware and know themselves until they play with us or play with me or play with my partners. Right? And then they're like, wow, I'm a baby in all this. And we show them a bit more. So, and everyone's got, everyone, different people like different fucking machines. Some like the Sibian, some like the Sorrel, some like the Kajunka, the toolbox, you know, the computerized one. Um, I did a fucking machine class, um, forced orgasm class, and the girl that I did it with, 
she just released and let go and let go. And I used the computerized one at the end of a two-hour class and just melted her to the ground. And the word fuck brain, fuck brain is real. And if you don't know what fuck brain is, fuck brain is, is when you've been fucked so much that all of a sudden coherent conversation is no longer an you option. You just go blank. You go blank. And you can still talk, but it's like you, if I said please give me the money to buy coffee, I need $3, you'd be like, um, I don't know what $3 is. Like, I can't I can't get my mind to think about it. So that's... Now, that'll come back tomorrow. They'll be fine. But for a few hours after, they're absolutely gone. And that's no drugs and that's no alcohol. That's just fuck brain. It's great. I well, love fuck brain. sex releases a huge amount of endorphins. Yeah, right, I mean, it's, right. it's got its own addictive qualities mm-hmm. to it. So you're, you know, you're managing the, the, the fuck machines and women are coming in... You obviously get turned on. You oh, want yeah, to yeah. fuck them? Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Well, no, no, see, so generally if I'm using the fucking machines, I'll be fucking them. So you're just doing it by, by, through your mind? No, no, I'll be fucking them as well. Oh, you will as oh, well? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that night, that night, it's likely they're going to have sex with me as Okay, well. so you're uh, going to have sex with them yeah, at the same time. Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't do, I don't, I'm not a service provider. Right. I don't charge for what I do. So if you're going to come play with me... I'm going to push you and at the end you're going to be like, please fuck me. And if we negotiated that I was be fucking you that night, well, then I'll probably be fucking you. Right. Okay. That makes that makes more sense to me because mm-hmm. it was sound, it, I was under the impression that maybe it was just like, you know, you just were the master manipulator and they were just kind of having a fabulous I'm the ride. Fucker. You're the master fucker. Right. Um, in a really <laughs> nice kind of way, mm-hmm. I would imagine. So the parties that, that you have, so if a woman wanted to go to a, a party, and I'm imagining that there no that there no men at these parties, or there are men at these parties. Talk to me about who's at these parties. So if I of went to men and women, okay. So, but the men are not doing anything. What are they doing? Maybe they're not doing. Why would they not be doing? I anything? I don't know. I'm asking the questions because I've never so done this. So, <laughs> so if we have a BDSM party, yeah, women come, single women come, single men come, couples come, uh, uh. Pair of girls come, a pair of boys come. It doesn't matter. We don't we don't differentiate about what your sexuality is, and generally it's a BDSM party. So people will come and they'll spank each other and whip each other and flog each other and do some rope. This is different people, um, and someone might say, "Mark, could I ride the Sibian?" I'm like, "Sure, as long as I control it." Okay. It's my toy. It's like if you want to come and play with me, you can come to me. All right? Then. It's unusual that I'll pull the up fucking machines out at a party. Okay. But but in private space, later on, when the party starts to settle down, then we'll probably go further. Your partners, obviously, you've got two long-term partners. Mm-hmm. They're obviously very comfortable with everything that happens within this sexual domain of yours mm-hmm. and p- participate in it. And, and, and when I talk about long-term partners, one, uh, Eleni's been my... So Lenny's a well-known mistress. Okay. But she's been my slave, collared, for 17 years. Right. And Lani, who's been with me now for 12 years, is also 21 years my junior. So like a huge age difference as well. When you say collared, what does that mean? Um, she asked me in 2001 if she could wear my collar, which means that she's my slave. And does she wear that 24-7? 24-7. Even in public? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not a collar that you would think is a collar. It's okay. actually a piece of sterling silver um, talk. And the talk is, uh, looks like a piece of rope, actually. And we found it at uh, Fox Studio Market. So anything, on a market can, day. anything can be anything. 
That's right. It's just the way you think. It's just, right. it's just, it's just the significance. For her, it's a collar, and and her collar, she wears it until the day that she wants to take it off. And the day she wants to take it off, then she never puts it back on again. No problem. These rules or these um, these values mm-hmm. that you apply to this mm-hmm. are these values that you come up with, or is this something that belongs to that subculture? You know, the colour and all the rest of it. Is it something that I mean, other people would do the same way? Or I, I mean, the Buddhism scene and, and a, a DS dynamic, so Dom cyber dynamic, um, that's quite normal. But um, everyone puts on it their own slant. And for me to have a relationship for you know, 17 years and 12 years um, and have very happy partners. And I have an 85-year-old Italian mother who says to me, Marco, I don't know what you do. <laughs> But when they're in the kitchen, both girls are so happy, and you can't fake that. So, and what she's getting at from her very strict Italian upbringing, now you know, old woman, is that the girls are happy, and if the girls are happy, something must be right. And I've had two marriages that I'm divorced from, so, and there's a difference. So, you know, I had a marriage that lasted three years, and I won't last seven. These relationships are now by far the longest relationships I've had in my life, and they're, um, you know. And, and and when you talk about rules, you know, we, we, you know, you think when you start all this, I'm going to set rules, but rules are crazy. What you actually end up setting is guidelines. But the most important thing is is um, believing in um, uh, the intent of the person. People can make mistakes, but if I believe your intent was good, then I can probably deal with you. I be- if I believe your intent was against me, then I think the relationship's finished. So... Um Fucking machines. Fucking machines. Let's go back to fucking machines. Fucking machines and 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 you know forced orgasm and basically fuck brain, mm-hmm. which I think you, you know, spoke about. All these fantastic things, they can do it at Studio Kink. Uh, where yeah. do they do it? Where do we come to do it? Where, I mean, where do where do people if they oh, want to well, if they want to come and play with you and where or, or, and learn? Where do well, they go and well, learn? So, um, for example, in on the June long weekend, we're having um, Kink on, which is a kink convention a bdsm convention and one of the classes i'm teaching is forced orgasm or bucket machines so how you if you come to that event you could come and you won't participate you'll watch and i will do someone and i will do and i'll explain all the ins and outs funny enough and and you'll watch someone melt as i make them come and come and come and uh, it's quite graphic um but it's safe sex and it's negotiated and uh but people will leave very turned on and you know, if that's their thing, they will try and buy a fucking machine, or they'll come and negotiate with me, or they'll. So there must be lots of happy people, basically turned on happy people looking for sex afterwards. Um, so, do you have a website or something that people can go and find out information? Yeah, if you go to studiokink.com, you'll find us, and you'll find classes, and you'll find you'll um, find all of those things. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned one word that I thought was kind of interesting, and that was safe. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who've never been in this. Um, culture worry about the safety element not only physically um, but sexually transmitted diseases and then also I think from a violence point of view of, not, of, of feeling like they might be compromised how do you kind of deal with that safety element um, okay so we're uh, ethical BDSM players and uh, probably the safest thing that you can do um, is become part of a scene be part of the Sydney scene because then you start to meet people and you can actually get... Um, it's not too hard to ask about someone and go, what's that person like? And they'll either tell you it's great or steer clear. 
you know. Um, so that gets your vetting happening. Um, so safe sex is a very important thing in the BDSM scene. And, and the difference in the BDSM scene, even to the swinging scene, is in a BDSM party, if you came to a party and you were on your own, um, no one's going to touch you. No one's going to come. They're going to, and they're not going to make an assumption if you're a dom or a sub or, you know. And they'll ask you, oh, would you like to try something? And more likely if you're at a party, you'd say, oh, that interests me. Could I, you know, could I, could I help? You know? um, where generally in a swingers party, people will come and touch you and go, oh, I like you. So the first thing is to touch you, where in a BDSM scene, you basically, no one will touch you, no one will come near you. And if someone touched you in my party, I'd eject them. It's probably a little bit safer than going out to a bloody pub around the corner. It's a way safer than the pub, because um, also we vet everyone that comes into the party, so you don't get an invite. Right? And if you were, if you got an invite and you could bring a friend, um, then you're responsible for that friend as well. And if that friend acted up, you'd be asked to leave as well. So we've been talking about fuck machines, forced orgasm, a little bit of BDSM, and um, I've been speaking to Mark Deviat, who is um, owns Studio Kink. We've come to the end of talking about this. I don't think we've come to the end of talking about anything, actually. I'm convinced that there's probably a whole lot more questions that I can go back and re-ask, because I'm still fascinated about sort of the nitty-gritty of all of this, and I, I know there's more that I can work out. But we will be back with Mark talking about BDSM and pain and pleasure. If you're interested in being interviewed for Hush Hush or you have something to share, then visit our website www.hushhushpodcast.com.au. We will be back with some more fantastic interviews. You've been listening to Hush Hush with Natasha. Do you love this? If you did, share with your friends. Everybody needs to be entertained, learn something new and explore the world of sex. Hush Hush. Shh.